Holy moly, here we are on episode six of On the Bench with Beats. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and I'm always joined by uh, Ross, Just the Tit, Moore Meyer. How's it going today, guys? <laughs> and we also got Mr. Keith Zanders. What's going on, Keats? Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> oh, sweet, Carol Baskin. Uh, uh, so here we are again. Um, how's, how's the week been, gentlemen? Oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> I was up super late last night for work. Uh, woke up this crazy cold weather. That didn't help. Uh, but for the most part, you know, just just moving along. What about all the rest of you? April snow showers, baby. Yeah. Nothing like Colorado April snow showers. I was literally, it took me like half an hour to clean my car off this morning. There was so much snow on it. Uh, I didn't even bother. (laughs) What about about you, Ross? What's going on with you in in Rossland? Oh, well, um, just working. That's about it. School. Didn't really get some video gaming in here this week, but oh uh, no, Darksiders! No Darksiders, so sad. But uh, yeah, um, other than that, yeah, the drive into work today was definitely one for the books. <laughs> oh, I can only I can only imagine, especially in that uh, my dad's Lincoln Town Car. That thing, you have to take the traction control off and <laughs> just to drive it in the snow. Is, it, <laughs> is that thing real wheel drive? Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like slow and steady wins the race, basically. Whole, whole the whole morning, I was going thirty-five on I twenty-five. Thing does fine in the snow, but you just got to go nice and easy. So well, well, that thing's a boat, anyways. Every time you drive it, you got to set sail on set sail on SS Lincoln. Oh yeah, raise the raise the what is it the the, the mast the mast and all that yeah starboard and all that good good pirate sailor shit yeah oh yeah starboard. Or something. I don't know. Uh, well, anyways, we've got actually we've got a lot on the docket today. I mean, obviously, with the passing of Colby K, we we've got some stuff about that. Uh, uh, some updates from the NHL. We've got uh, we've got Ovi and Gretz taking uh, taking it to the live other. yeah Aww. taking it to the live stream and gonna play some chell. So let's get into it. So as we all know. Um, this past week, it was a, uh, it was actually a kind of a sad week with Colby Caves passing from the brain bleed, you know, trying to remove a colloid cyst, and uh, we all uh, we all want to send our our love and and thoughts to the Cave family, especially Emily. She's been very vocal about everything that's happening. So, yep. uh, rest in peace, Colby. Uh, I, I know for for a fact that I mean being a Boston Bruins fan, he uh, he played played with them for a bit, and I mean the kid the kid was a great player. So rest in peace, Colby, and we we send our best. Yeah, and so I I, I agree with it, all of that, Cody. And yeah, what an unfortunate unfortunate event, and uh, to have something like that at such a young age. You know, he was only twenty five years old. That's- uh, travesty <laughs> yeah it's it's terrible and uh like you said Cody uh definitely a good player and and um he probably would have just been better and better you know uh the older he got so oh absolutely and and 
there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel if you wanna if you wanna call it that. Uh, there's been a uh, there's been a change.org petition to put Colby on on the cover of the EA Sports NHL 21 as a tribute to his career. And apparently, uh, when I when I first read the article, it was up to nine thousand signatures. It's actually up to thir- over thirteen thousand six hundred signatures oh, right now, including Colby's wife Emily as signed signed the petition. That's super cool, and and again, this just shows you, uh, no matter what team you root for, or you know what the circumstances may be, when a tragedy happens, the hockey community gets together. And uh, they try to do something good. It doesn't matter what team colors you wear, you know. Uh, we, we're everyone. Everyone tries to do something good. Oh yeah, no, it's usually kind of like an all for one, you know, kind of the one for all musketeers kind of thing when it comes down to kind of that that kind of shit with the hockey community, and it's kind of a beautiful thing, honestly. Well, yeah, it's. A, I mean, uh, the hockey community—it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, you know. It's and and one. One person fall uh, falls. One of our brothers or sisters falls. It's it, it's almost like a call to action for everybody else to kind of uh, rally together and and really um, just be be there for each other. And I think that's a, that's a huge testament to what what our sport is all about. I mean, ever since I can remember, I mean, just uh, you, you go to battle with these guys every single night. And you know, they, you really do become more than just teammates. You be you be you become a collective. You become a, a like just like I said, a brotherhood, a sisterhood. And I mean, just to just to see that is, you know, I mean, uh, especially in these dark times, it's it's nice to see everybody rally around, uh, you know, like a fallen soldier. Yeah, no, it's definitely nice to like. It's it's uplifting because, yeah. You just have a bunch of people just stepping up, and yeah, I mean, you can't get any more positive than that. It's it's great. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Sorry, I was I was gonna mention one more thing real quick. Um, with all this, you know, going on and all these petitions, I'm I'm curious to know uh, if EA Sports is gonna, you know, actually hop on in and 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 kind of. Uh, Add honor to the it. petition honor yeah. the petition yeah because because this brings me back to 2018 when uh obviously the humble broncos tragedy happened and i i remember a similar petition going on and i can't remember what the signature count ended up being but it was enormous um but unfortunately nothing ever came of it um so it would be cool to see uh for this one to happen absolutely and then and that's the unfortunate part of this whole uh, of I mean the whole petition thing is that you know EA Sports is a corporation. Yeah. You know they they're going to do what's going to make them money and unfortunately sometimes I think they might still go with the trend honestly. Like personally, like I hope that this happens cuz that'd be I, an amazing thing honestly. I, yeah, <laughs> I I would absolutely uh, I would a- I have to agree. I, I don't mean, I don't see him waving from what they usually do though see that's yeah. the thing and 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 i don't know what what exactly all went down or i'm sure es sports ha- had to have had some sort of meeting about it when during the humble broncos uh uh you know petition because so many people 
were just like talking about it, you know, so obviously they had to do, they had to have talked about it. And I don't know, maybe it was because there wasn't like an NHL team involvement in it. And that's why they didn't really do anything about it. Um, So maybe in this case, you know, since it is uh, Colby, who was uh, an NHL player, maybe, maybe they will do something for him. Um, Hard to say. I don't know. Well, I'm, oh, sorry. Cody. I mean, how how could they possibly turn a blind eye to something like yeah, this? Yeah, well, I was going to say exactly. I mean, you have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, you, you, you have to talk about it and just clear the, like, clear the air. Just see where everybody's at in that situation, honestly. Uh, I mean, if anything, at least put out a statement, you know, uh, uh, like acknowledging the entire situation. But I mean, it would be it would be pretty cool to see Colby on on, on the cover, you know. Uh, and, and I mean, with with this year and like the COVID thing, you know, uh, there wasn't really. Obviously, you got Leon Dreisaitl just killing it right now. So I mean, obviously, he'd probably be the front runner for the cover. Oh, yeah. But I mean, in in the same sense, you know. Colby and Drysaddle played on the same team in Edmonton, so oh yeah, I I could go as far as seeing it, like even if EA uh, wanted Leon to be on the front, he'd probably, you know, just just with us talking about the brotherhood thing, you know, I I would see Leon saying, oh, he maybe, passed the torch, yeah, or something yeah, like he'd that, say you like, know? well, you know, if you're gonna put a, 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 an Edmonton Oiler on. A, on the covers, he's deserving. Put Colby on there. You it seems know? up and cut. He wasn't no slouch shit. Either. Oh no, he had he an was, extremely oh. promising career. Oh yeah, I loved watching him like come up through Boston's system and then going to the Oilers. He yeah. started flourishing, man. And I mean, yeah, was he, he wasn't he wasn't no number one draft pick or anything like that. But I mean, no. yeah, I love the under the radar players that they pick up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, well, if you think about it, I mean, Patrice Bergeron was uh, drafted in the second round, and now look at what kind of career he he's made for himself. And I mean, and, and, and there's correct, been so many other players that have. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like even Pavel Dotsov is. The, yeah, the, yeah, he went later on, and like God, look at what he's done. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be interesting to see because um, being on that video game cover is like for other celebrities like being on like the cover of like the Forbes magazine or something that's how big oh, US weekly <laughs> you know that's how that's how big it is um for these players you know uh to 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 make it to something like that so i could also what i could see is for someone to have a really hard time giving that away you know what i mean Oh, absolutely! But I and and uh, yeah, it's an incredible honor to be the face of uh, what uh, of like your community, basically. Yeah, and, and like you're basically you're on the face, and you're on the the actual like cover. You're the, the face of the, the sport, the fucking disc, and the face of the sport in yeah. EA's eyes at that year. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, oh God, yeah, that's a huge honor. <laughs> And I mean that that's actually that's that's a fitting way to you know to honor Colby and obviously it's 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 uh, gaining a whole lot of weight around around the hockey community so we'll we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that and revisit if possible. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I I think uh, it'd be kind of cool. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. I agree. But uh, but a little transition here. We didn't forget everybody. We've got our hockey day in history for you all. So, uh, boys, what you got? Who wants to go first? Oh, I would say we could Rochambeau, but they're not here at Keats. So yeah, and I mean, I'm going to lose anyways. My, I can't even use my fucking hands, bro. That, that, I know. <laughs> oh. We'd we have to, like, you know, three times blank. I think, all I, like I, think all I really got is rock. Right. You know? <laughs> you could spin the bottle or something. Just spin yeah. the bottle. Spin the bottle. There Taking it back to uh, middle school days. Right. Ooh, la, la. But I guess I, I guess I'll go first. All right, what you got there, Ross? But uh, April sixteenth is today. Uh, but back in two thousand one, uh, Ray Bork set an NHL record by appearing in the playoffs for his twenty first year, as, as the Avalanche beat the Canucks four to three at Vancouver in Game Three of the Western Conference quarterfinals. Bork broke the mark of twenty years shared by Robinson and Howe. I mean, those are some big story names right there, oh, honestly. I mean, 21 year, uh, t- 21st year being in, in the playoffs, that's just in- incredible. Yeah. And to think that that was the year that he won his first cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man, well, obviously the man was just itching at the bit to get uh, to win the Stanley Cup. Well, and I remember. But 21 years oh, yeah. in the playoffs and you, you only won it once, that, I mean... That's hard to believe. I feel for you, Borky. I feel for you, bud. Yeah. I mean, you've got guys like Sidney Crosby who won it like three times. Or like yeah, back in, Yeah, I know. Or back in the day with the Islanders. I mean, you just, those guys won it four times in a row. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> and I mean, a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of guys like uh, Johnny Taves and Patty Kane, they won it like, what, first or second year yeah. in the league. And uh, don't get me started about Patty Kane. I I do not like you. But, <laughs> I do not like you. <laughs> that's more for his off ice antics, but well, that's a that's another conversation for another day. What you got, Keats? All right, so uh, you like like Ross said, we are recording April sixteenth, but let's bring it back to nineteen forty nine and let's talk about one of the one of the original six uh, Toronto yeah. oh. T- Toronto Maple Leaves uh, making some history here. They become uh, the NHL's first modern-era dynasty by winning the Stanley Cup for the third consecutive year. Uh, At that time, Toronto complete a four-game sweep of the Detroit Red Wings uh, with the final score of 3-1 at the Maple Leafs Garden. Um, Another... Another cool story with all of it is not only the three executive Stanley Cups, but Toronto becomes the second team in the NHL history to win the Cup after finishing with a losing record during regular season game, which at that time was, for them, 22 wins, 25 losses, and 13 ties. Uh, With that, they joined the 1938 Chicago Blackhawks, which back then, those fools... Got 14 wins, 25 losses, and nine ties. Oh, oh wow. Talk so, about getting whooped in the season. Jeez, oh, right. God. Kind of like St. Louis uh, not too long ago, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, jeez. You, you, like, you start out the season all the way in dead last and go and take the cup. Well, I mean, you, what was that? Sorry, Cody, I was going to bring it. It's kind of like, uh, remember that? Uh, that one season we played together, 
and we sucked really bad, and then we did really good in the in the playoffs. And our coach used to tell us, it's not how you start it, it's how you finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to... Turns out the man was right. <laughs> I guess so. I still hate him, though. I hope he's listening. Yeah. Well, and even you can even go back, and I, I hate him, but the L.A. Kings, when they started out basically dead, like, eighth, and nobody even thought that they were going to do anything. And oh, yeah, somehow... coming in as a wild card. And, yeah. and not to mention... They had to go to Game Seven in almost in pretty in every single and series. Is that the one that where they got lucky and they just like every team that they went up against had major injuries? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's the playoffs. Every yeah. team's got major but injuries. No, but no, it was just like they were de- like detrimental people on like each fucking yeah. line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I know you're gonna you're gonna focus on that just because you're an Anaheim Ducks fan. Wow. I mean, no, yeah. But I, I mean, am. yeah, I, I, I'll give it to them. They get, they got pretty pretty lucky. Yeah. But I mean, the battle through a game seven in every single series is just like that oh. shows grit. Yeah, no, that shows it, it would, that's uh, jam. Hats off like to them for that but because that's pretty a pretty amazing feat but yeah other than that they, they can go to hell <laughs> <laughs> on that note um I, i'll share my hockey day history so this day back in 1996 ron hextall became the winningest goalie in flyers playoff history when he led the team to a 7-3 win over the lightning in game one of the eastern conference quarter final in uh, in Philadelphia, Textile's 36th playoff win moved him past Bernie Perron. I think you might know that Keats, uh, Bernie Perron. Mm-hmm. So, so I I think we all uh, I think we all know that uh, Ronnie Hextall was a bit of a goal scorer. Oh yeah, well, and he's also he he liked to to put up the Dukes, the, the, the drop the Mets. Oh, well, the I, too, I, I I I. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe he does hold uh, the most amount of penalty minutes as a goaltender. I could be wrong. We might have to look that up later. Either him or uh, battling Billy Smith there right there. That could be uh, <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. So I've got a little bit of hit, uh, a little bit of trivia. Uh-oh, here we like go with the trivia again. So who is the uh, most goal-scoringest goaltender. Oh, shit. Is it Berdur? What's your What's your guess there, Ross? Well, I mean, you're already on Ron Hextall, but that's kind of hard because Berdur's done it. Uh, Pecorine's now done it. Uh, only once, though. Uh, but only once. Oh, I'd have to say Hextall. You guys are actually both right. Oh, wait, what? You guys are actually both right. Oh. So we tied him? Well, all right, check this out. While both Ron Hextall and Martin Berger are, um, have three goals, Hextall is the only goaltender to score twice by directly shooting the puck into the opponent's net. Oh, that's right. Broder's second and third goals were own goals by the other team where Brodeur served credit for touching the puck last. So, in t- in a technical aspect, you are both right. But yeah. if you want to talk about an actual shot on net, Ronnie Hextall is the one 
is the most scoring as well. He was the first one to ever do it. And he just yeah. tried to pull that, that shit twice, all the time. Twice, <laughs> twice in one year, too. That's nuts. But, yeah, Ronnie Hextall is actually the first goaltender to ever score one at a playoff game. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's your trivia question for the uh, for today, boys. I'm I'm actually very impressed. Both of you got it right. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I, this. Able... This is the first time we actually uh, kind of like we're somewhere close to you know. <laughs> yeah, because like last two times I've been able to stump you, boys, and uh, I mean that's I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm so proud of for myself. Sure. I, I thought it was gonna stump you and I both there, Keats. <laughs> right. Not this time. Hear, <laughs> hear me, like walking all high and mighty here. Right. So, um, so yeah, there's your, uh, there's your hockey day in history and the trivia for today, or this week, I should say. <laughs> oh, you want to get some hay? Maybe a lay by the bay. I just may. Ah, oh, sorry. Well, happy Gilmore uh, reference there, bud. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you gotta love that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. So, all right, uh, and so moving on, we've got we've actually got a little bit of update from the NHL as Bettman met with uh, President Trump. Uh, uh, he uh, they they had all recently met with also the NFL commissioner, NBA, NBA MLB, and I think even the UFC commission like commissioners. Yeah, no, uh, Dan, uh, what was it? Uh, Dana White. Um, I forget the NBA. Uh, you let uh, they what is it? Um, Roger Goodell. Roger Roger Goodell. And then I think uh, like MLS, MLB, like any uh, any major like main main yeah, pro sports, yeah, or uh, even commissioners. yeah, WNBA, all that stuff. So so they spoke about uh, apparently Trump is just itching up a bit to get these professional uh, professional sports back up, and I mean I don't I don't blame him, but um, I don't like agreeing with him very much. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, they uh, they met up today and uh, actually had a conference about what it's going to take to get to these pro sports back up and running. And um, what Gary Bettman said, he said that uh, they're going to be as, they are as flexible as possible to where they could be playing well into the summer. Oh yeah, even past the summer, like into like early fall. Playoff hockey on my birthday. All right. <laughs> that'll be a new. That'll be a new situation. Right. By Instead the way, birthday's in September. So how would yeah. that? How would that then affect their upcoming season after that? Do the guys get like a three-week break and they're back at it again? I would. I would think. Um, I think what they're trying to say is that they would have like a month break and they wouldn't yeah. have to have a. Uh, they wouldn't have to have a um, a camp. No, basically, because they just finished up the season. As we just talked about, I think it was like a couple episodes ago or last episode, but it was just like um, they probably take just maybe October and halfway into November off or just all of October off and then start the season in November. And they would also skip the All-Star game, which I don't think any of us are crying too hard for that. No. I mean, the All-Star – the the – the All-Star well, game's just been, uh, I mean, it's... It's been interesting to see if, like, which players will drop out just because they've been so many times, because that's been pretty cool. 
Because it's been getting guys that have been not not able to go. Because you have the OBs and the Crosby's well, and all I mean, that shit. Ovechkin has dropped out for the, sec- uh, the second year and he, in a row. he gets penalized for just trying to help the team out. Which, and, I mean, is, like, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, obviously the guy's getting older. Yeah, no, I understand the guy's that. got a family. Mm-hmm. And so this is like a, 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 like a perfect time for him to actually sit down with his family during the season and just hang out and Enjoy take a leg off. I mean, Jeebus. <laughs> But, I mean, I think we can all agree that the All-Star game has just become kind of shallow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had the like the switch from just like to, uh, East or West or North America and Europe playing each other to like the three-on-three. They did the draft and shit, too. That was actually kind of cool because it was like you had red versus blue and then, yeah, it was like you did a draft so you didn't know who – Who's good. so it was kind of mixed up, but it still was you know watered down. Just but yeah, I think it's, I think it's just become something that not a lot of fans are really interested in. What do you think, Keats? Yeah, no, I no, I agree uh, with the whole All Star. Honestly, I, I I couldn't even tell you when's the last time I watched a full All Star game. Uh, so I if 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 they if they skipped it, I I wouldn't be sad honestly. And that's what I'm saying, yeah. So, like, what they're saying is that they're they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna do the combine, the draft, uh, late July, probably somewhere around there, and then yeah, they're gonna take out the uh, the five game bye weeks, yeah, yeah, for the uh, for the teams, and they're gonna they're not gonna have an all star game, and honestly, to get about like. I'd say a good uh, eight or nine months of hockey. I'm I'm all for it. I was gonna say this this might this might play out for honestly most sport fans in favor. <laughs> they might they might get double the sports. You know, well, you're gonna have baseball. You're gonna have NBA if they do the same shit too. Then you got the NHL and NFL. Right, Gosh, and I'm cur- I'm curious to see football, <laughs> all all that shit. Man. Right, I'm curious to see how like networks, TV networks, channels are gonna be able to handle all this when you have a freaking Broncos game the same day at the as the Avs and all this, you know. Well, the good news is is that like most leagues have their own uh, broadcast channels, you know. Yeah. Like the NBA's got basically TNT, uh, the NFL's got Fox and CBS, <laughs> and, and and the NHL has uh, NHL Network, or, or or the or the Colorado Avalanche has you know our bootleg friend Vlad from Russia. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That has a little little shitty bootleg side for us to watch while he's filming it with his GoPro. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Stan Kroenke, you fucking thief. <laughs> uh, get but it. anyways, I mean, I mean, the NHL has in the NBC, so I mean, I I think it wouldn't be too bad. I mean, obviously, these uh, these channels are going to be licking their chops to have these sports back. As soon as possible, you know. You know they're losing money too. I, like obviously, we're all they're all losing money, but I mean, especially with these TV channels, especially with streaming. Yeah, you know, like streaming's become a huge thing, well, especially I, now with I 
fucking hate that it has to keep going, coming back to this COVID thing, but I mean, that's what's going on right now. Yeah, I, I, I hate that, being I mean, the dead horse. Yeah, honestly, yeah, but. same. But I mean, with the uh, like these streaming services oh, are are literally uh, are just freaking banking right oh, now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, I I would think that all, all these you know like actual cable networks are just saying yes, please bring the sports back. Bring it back, and and uh, so well, I think and everything can only play so many movies in a row. I mean, I've seen my dad fall asleep, uh, however many times to like the Planet of the Apes and all that. <laughs> right, and uh, one thing I was gonna mention, probably, probably by next time we start recording here, we should have a better idea also how this whole thing's gonna play out. Because yeah. at least for Colorado. Yeah. Our stay-at-home rules should be, should be, uh, you know, done and over with, unless they extend it through May. Uh, yeah, but well, well, it should be the twenty-sixth, right? I think so. I I can't remember the exact date. Um, but here's the thing, again, man. Like from from you know listening, you know, here and there news and stuff. You know, the the problem is that like. Our state, for example, I, I like to think us as followers, not leaders. Um, so if California or one of these other places is going to extend this whole stay-at-home quarantine, Colorado's going to follow and do the same thing, unfortunately. Well, and I think... Well, I think uh, with that, it's all all about what's uh, what's happening with the virus. You know, how many cases are coming in? And... Well, yeah, because it's like, uh, I mean, New York, Washington State, and like California are the hardest hit. Like, but us. Well, like, New I mean, New York was... New York's the one that's hurting the most right now. Oh yeah, out of everyone, well, really. Well, in such close vicinity, I mean, it's hard not to be. Yeah, well, and I mean, this weekend, I mean, for my work, I was supposed to go and help build, like, a little makeshift hospital just for the time being, just for a preemptive strike in case it kind of started skyrocketing again. But I guess it's starting to plateau, and Polis pl- pulled the plug on that thing, so... Well, I mean, that's, that, that's that's well, a positive step. It is. That's I mean, a, yeah. I love, I love that my company's stepping up uh, and, you know, doing their due diligence for the community. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it it is what it is. Uh, I'd rather see it improve than you know decline even further. Yeah, so. no, that and and honestly, just knowing that that little uh, fact right there is that that could be really good news. If he oh, yeah. if he doesn't want to build extra shelter for hospitals and stuff, um, well, if he doesn't have to, is the thing for sure. Because we're doing two more of them, but they said that those two are just enough. So, yeah. Uh, well, t- he pulled the plug on the Loveland one, and I think there was another one in Boulder or something like that. that yeah, and talking several. talking to people, you know, uh, and people that work at hospitals and stuff uh, that I have friends and people I work with that I know, uh, for I, at least for Colorado, I'm not speaking for other places, they said um, that they st- – still have plenty of room and resources as of now if oh yeah if for whatever reason this whole corona thing just skyrockets again uh they have they have plenty plenty room for these patients uh to be able to be taken care of 
Well, and I hear that also, Keats, and I mean, just to let all of our listeners know, just for through the grapevine as well, I mean, he could revisit all of this stuff too and just do a smaller deal for us. But also on the brighter side too, it's like only like the UC Healths and stuff are mainly busy. I mean, you got your St. Anthony's and your North Suburbans and all that that are still, you know, can still accept people. So we're not having to go to the parking garages and everything like that. They've done in like New York and everything. So that's, that's kind of a godsend in a sense. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, enough talk about that COVID again. Get out of here. Uh, stay Don't safe. <laughs> stay yeah. safe. I hope everybody's doing good. Wash your hands. So, uh, Keats, you told me about a little uh, juicy piece of uh, news about Bill Peters. If yeah. You, if y'all don't remember uh, Bill oh, Peters. The Calgary Flames coach. The, he resigned in disgrace for, uh, for using some less than reputable language. And, and improper nomenclatures. Yeah, and, uh, and some and some uh, questionable uh, coach, uh, coaching techniques. Yeah. So, I, so you have a Lou. Yeah. Sorry, no, man. Sorry. It's again this hole over the phone. I can't see when you move your mouth. So. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit, I think we've been doing all right. No, uh, we, I think we've been doing great, you know, here and there. But, hey, we're we're working with it. I think we're doing a pretty good job. Is it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I was doing some hockey, you know, news and research and stuff. And uh, this came up, like, to multiple articles. So this is... Uh, something that I guess a lot of people are talking about, so I figured might as well talk about it here a little bit. So like you mentioned, Cody, uh, last year, good old Bill Peters um, was a coach for Calgary Flames, and he did resign. Um, but I, from the, the research that I've done and a little bit of reading up, the dude would have gotten fired regardless. So, so yeah. he... he he knew what was coming, so he did the smart thing and resigned, so it looks better on his resume, I'm sure. Um, but anyways, this dude... Uh, He's still a POS. Yeah, I'm, the, what I've read, you know, and there's there's so many different things about it, but, but from what I've read, dude sounds like a total POS to me. Um, essentially, what ended up happening was, uh, sounds like dude has a really short temper, and uh, he's really, really stuck in his own ways, and because of that, he he's done some some pretty shitty things, honestly. Uh, while he was uh, being a coach, uh, one of the things that he did was uh, there was a player on his team by the name of uh, guys, uh, Akimalu. Akimalu, yeah. exactly. Uh, that he supposedly said some racial slurs to. And it all and it all really came about because uh, the dude liked to listen from what it sounds like some rap music before his games or practices to get him pumped up and going. And yeah. uh, good old Bill uh, would have rather listened maybe to some country music. I don't know. And uh, probably some Florida Georgia line. And he didn't didn't approve of uh, uh, the gentleman's music choices and said some mean things to him as well as some racial slurs uh which obviously didn't go well and it it ended up getting brought up 
um, which got him obviously in trouble. But then, uh, as Kim uh, uh, had mentioned those things, some other players actually ended up coming out. With it, it, it came out that he uh, he allegedly kicked somebody. One of the players. Yeah, like, and he hit somebody with a stick as well, or like so. Like that. I, see, I and I, I don't. That. It was someone from the Hurricanes, and I'm sorry, okay. I don't know the players, uh, the player's name, but basically, the accusation was that he kicked him in the head. Uh, I don't know if it was during a game or something, but if I were to imagine in my head, you know how the coaches stand behind kind of above all the players as they sit. So I would think what happened was... Oh, no, that was a different coach, actually. Was it a different coach? I, I do I do remember that, and I remember the player coming out and saying he it, it was a total accident. Oh, but, wasn't that Brandon Sopel or something like that? Yeah, it, it, that wasn't Bill Peters, but I, I, I remember what you're... Uh, it's like Crawford. I remember... I no, Crawford actually uh, is in some hot water himself. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I don't know. I just but, know uh, a few of them that but, are out but there. But no, yeah, I remember that, and it turned out to be... Like, the player actually even came out and said he uh, it was a total accident, and the, the coach had apologized, but... That kicking incident was actually corroborated by Ronnie Francis. Okay. And we all know, uh, and Ronnie Francis has been a huge uh, Carolina Hur- Hurricanes mainstay since his playing days. Yes, and that's he true. did corroborate the Bill Peters kicking story. So he, the man's, the man's obviously got uh, uh, some demons. If you will, yeah, and see, and see, the story, the story is just so all over the place, um, to where like it's hard to say what exactly happened. I'm not, I'm not protecting this Bill Peters fella by no means. Like I said, to me, he still sounds like a total pos what he did, yeah. um, because this whole racial slur thing, uh, it's looks like there's been plenty of witnesses that witnessed it and and are watching oh, yeah. for it. They're like, yeah, this did happen. So, well, like I said, yeah, Ronnie Francis, and I mean, Ron Francis was probably one of the most upstanding characters in the NHL community. Yeah, you know, so I mean, if he's gonna go out on a limb and say something like that, I'm I'm inclined to believe it. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, what is it? Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, guy who's the gm for the ducks in 2007 um oh god um oh is it brian burke no i can't remember brian burke it could be i don't know no i don't know but he's just like one of those hard-nosed like educated like guys and like he's just an honest blue and true blue collar guy and you wouldn't see him coming out and like spouting lies about that shit you know there's like a bunch of those guys that are out there well i mean in 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 this day and age obviously there's been so many accusations thrown around not just in hockey but just in uh i mean obviously hollywood all all facets of life like to actually yeah but i mean you got to take them seriously as they come and obviously look into them and, and I mean, if there is some substance, definitely uh, pursue it. But uh, from what I can tell, that uh, these accusations are 
they're, true. They're legit. Yeah, they're definitely legit. Um, like I said, when you have multiple people, just like, oh yeah, this happened. Uh, it's like, all right. If, if say like if if like one person said it, and then like say good old uh, Bill is like, no, that didn't happen. It's like your word against mine. But when there's yeah. like multiple people, like, no, I was there, I saw it. It's like, all right, you did oh, do yeah. it, and you need to fess up. And then another thing is when you just resign all of a sudden from a great job, um, there's a reason why people do it, you know? So well, good, I, old, I, I, good old Billy boy probably knew that he didn't do uh, something right. So he, he was, was in like, hot water. Yeah, let me get yeah. out of this before before this gets worse. But oh, yeah, anyways, to, uh, to kind of keep going with the story... Um, the good old KHL always knows a way how to capitalize from the NHL in situations like that. Because, you know, it seems like being being a Russian league, those dudes really don't have <laughs> much morals, I guess. <laughs> Not trying to talk smack about KHL, but but it is a different world. And, and then, you know, I, I'm still surprised that they, that they pulled out because of this whole Corona thing, I really thought they're going to finish the, the, their playoffs. Um, right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, good old Bill. He, uh, he scored a two year, uh, two year co- coaching contract uh, in the KHL uh, as of yesterday, I believe with how much, I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know the numbers, uh, but it is a two year contract with uh, of list of, I can't, my mom, my, my, it's uh, <laughs> it's yeah, I, I'm gonna butcher it. I know I am because I'm a dumb American, but I'm gonna try and say this name. Uh, it's a Yekaterinburg Automobilist. Yeah, and uh, they're <laughs> this this team's been in the KHL, I believe, since like '09 or something like that. And as of now, they've they've known they've got Pavel Pavel Dastic. Uh, as Datsuk, of, seriously? Yeah, the the forty, the How former. How long have you been watching hockey? I can't. I don't know, dude. But I I don't know who it is, man. And it's former former not Red here, Wings. Dude. Not. Uh, no, fair enough. And plus, you're a Latvian. Obviously, you don't want to give the credit to any. Russian. Like I said, my tongue doesn't twist certain ways. I can bar- <laughs> I can barely speak English as it is. So give me a break. Hey, you do better than uh, you do better than most people. <laughs> <laughs> but any, but 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 another thing with that is too. Uh, good old Powell, uh, he's he's between uh, contracts right now, um, so there's a good chance he might not even play for him when, when the I season mean, continues. So I wouldn't mind. Uh, I, I I like if if he decided to ask for a trade or maybe sign somewhere else. <laughs> he <can> get it. <laughs> I I would. I'd be fine with that because, you know, honestly, uh, racism and just poor coaching decisions like that, just it has no place in the sport. It really doesn't. Do you think Pavel gives a shit? Pavel? No, he probably doesn't. He's he, probably like, man, whatever is going to whatever is going to pay him, you know, for some good grade vodka and then taking care of his family is what he cares about. Dude's 41 years old. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, you don't want to move around anymore. He's uh, probably on his way out as we speak. If, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a coach for one of these teams in the next couple of years. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you see him as a coach in the NHL, maybe. But, I mean, that, that all remains to be seen, of course. Right. Especially with his age and all that and, I mean, his family situation. But, I I mean, I would... I, I wouldn't be uh, – I'd be lying if I said I, I'd be happy if he actually moved teams because of this whole thing. But, I mean, you know, you're a player. You got to do what you can. And especially playing in the KHL, you don't have as much – Do they even have a salary cap? Did we ever figure that out? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't I, know. I, uh, I think no that's – uh, We'll figure that out here. Like I said, all I can tell you is that uh, a lot of these NHL players go to KHL because they end up making better money playing in a continental hockey league over the NHL. So, well, and even how for they, a short time as well, Keats. They bring yeah, well, yeah, it's all it's always like a one year contract or something. It's it's never like a super extended. Like in the NHL, you know, there's dudes that sign for five plus years sometimes. Or eight sometimes. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's always super short time, but it's always like a guaranteed chunk of money. And um, apparently it's attractive enough for a bunch of these NHL people to go over and play. Well, um, I mean, when, you're, when you love the game and you want to keep playing, you can't play in the States or, you know, in Canada what what choice do you have and if uh, and a lot of a lot of the times with these minor league teams in the NHL in Canada you don't get paid that much money so no the KHL ends up looking like a pretty good option well it's like our uh, buddy uh, oh god damn it uh, 58 um Patrick Bordelow? yes sir but he got he, he got popped he got he got popped uh big time though i forget what it oh, was oh for fraud yeah that's yeah. what it was yeah yeah, but uh, I I love I still as a hockey player, great, great. He was getting a nose for the thing for the whole entire thing, but he hurt his back. Well, and that he, and I mean he just didn't have a lot to offer in the playoffs. That oh no, when not Patty at won. all. <laughs> so I mean, and once Greg Sherman left, I think that was Greg Sherman's. Oh well, I think that was Joey Sackick's first year being oh, the GM. What was it? Uh, Patrick Watt was coach at the time, wasn't it? Well, yeah, Joe brought. Yeah, but it, it was uh, uh, it was when uh, uh, Watt even was just like, no, the guy who's going out and scouting all these guys is like, you're out of here, man. And but, then Watt started doing it himself. I think is what I, if I remember that correctly. Well, yeah, just to go back. Well, just to go back to the topic here, Bill Peters. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it. To me, it seems kind of scummy that the KHL would go out and get Bill Peters. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, just for the stuff that he has done, and then he puts out some like you know blanket statement about yeah about his past discretions. Yeah, I I got the statement actually pulled up, and I don't mind reading it um, real quick if Please. you guys want me to. Yeah, uh, do. But obviously, do. obviously, the media had to have asked him about his past and like, you know, how how he's moving forward from it or whatnot. But basically, I quote his statement from an article that I read on Sports Illustrated. He says, I think as time goes goes on, we all grow and improve and become better versions of ourselves. And I'm no different than that. 
You learn from all, all the experiences that you're in and you become better. Um, so he has the, so he, he mentions that and then he adds, it's no different right now going through a very trying time right now in the world with the global pandemic. And I believe we're going, going to come out of this. And when we come out of this, people are going to be better people for it and more passionate and more passionate and compassionate towards each other and more patient. <laughs> like, so it's dude totally just like throws in this whole Corona thing. Like, Oh, like once we're uh, we're all going to come together and be all these good people. Trying to sound like a mod- martyr or a patron saint Straight or some up. stupid And, it, and it's Straight like, what is, what does the pandemic have to do with you calling a player the N word essentially? You know what I mean? It has absolutely nothing or, to do with it. Or yeah. Or abusing your players. Like, yeah, yeah. That, it's a total, it's, it's a total, uh, you know, rope a dope. So it's basically just shifting focus. But I mean, who knows? Maybe, well, I hate to say this because it's going to sound awful, but I mean, in Russia, in, you're not going to find a lot of black players. So uh, this almost kind of seems like, an, like a great deal for him. You know, maybe, yeah, I, maybe I'm sounding. Well, that, that's the thing, man. Multicultural. Yeah. Like facet to the whole entire game out there. Yeah, that's one. That's one thing that. That's one thing that I was gonna mention is, man. If if what he did happened in the uh, KHL, I guarantee you, no one ever would have heard about that, and nothing ever oh, no. would have happened. Nothing. And, uh, no, absolutely not. Guarantee you. It's well. It's just a. It's it's a completely different uh, game out there. Oh, it's I a different like. horse, different color out there. Yeah. Dude. So I mean, it's it's not surprising that Peters gets this uh, coaching job. Honestly, uh, for I, a I, decent amount too. Yeah, which well, that's the sad thing. I just Jesus. you know, uh, but I mean, that's what you got to deal with. Uh, uh, I guess uh, hopefully he's changed. He's changed, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm no, sorry. definitely yeah, and. And who knows? I like, hope so, but no. Not not to not to overly bash the dude, but you know, people do change, and you know, and maybe maybe he did realize what he did was was bad, and you know. Uh, that's true. Well, actions speak louder than words. Basically, Truly. is how so, I'm how I'm basically going at it. Well, and but. actually doing doing some research too. Um, a lot of people, I guess, actually reached out to. A Kim as well, the guy that he did uh, say the racial racial words to. Uh, he actually put out a statement about it as well. Um, yeah. And he basically, um, he says, hockey is for all. I believe second chances, second chances for everyone that we can all find forgiveness in our hearts and that real positive changes is, is coming if we continue to push forward together. I don't. I don't resent a man for finding work, but I will fight to make sure those same opportunities are available to everyone, and on and off the ice, regardless of race or ethnicity. And he he goes on longer, but that's kind of like the main statement of it. 
hats off to him. Yeah, oh my god, I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's I mean, a, that's an incredible. Uh, that's that's incredible too. Well, that, that, that's yeah. almost wearing your heart on the on your sleeve the right way. No, beautiful. You know yeah, I mean, and uh, that's 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 pure that's pure goodmanship, I guess, uh, for the lack of a better word. That's, that's better. That's betterment for like the hockey community. That's and, being a good yeah. person. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know. So that's. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll keep our eyes on that one for sure. I mean, I uh, obviously we we've thrown down our thoughts about it, and let's uh, transition to something a little better. Um, I heard. Gretzky and uh, Ovechkin oh, is going to be uh, – they've been FaceTiming each other and all this, and uh, apparently they're going to go toe-to-toe on uh, NHL 20 here on a live stream. Does Ovi get to do his, like, my favorite goal that he does where he lays down versus the Coyotes and, like, somehow wiggles on the ice? And just, I don't know. I don't know if EA Sports has, uh, like – created that technology they have to no right now i'm kidding but no that yeah it's gonna be fun either way like old man gretzky picking up the sticks yeah so <laughs> so this actually got released today um and obviously it's i'm sure it's been a talk but they officially released it today um so basically uh not too long ago i guess ovechkin had posted a instagram video of him playing NHL 2020, um, and he has his little, little, little son with him, kind of, kind of in his lap, you know, watching him play, um, and that supposedly had given Wayne Gretzky this phenomenal idea, uh, because of everything obviously that's going on and uh, people itching, itching uh, to watch some sports. He decided that maybe him and Ovechkin can uh, do like a best out of three games. Uh, NHL 2020 online uh, and, and, and basically live stream it uh, where you can watch it on the Capitals Twitch channel. Um, and I, I'm not sure if uh, they're going to do it maybe on the Oilers side as well since yeah, basically out of like maybe if they Oilers have like a Twitch channel or something like that. Uh, but it's supposedly supposed to go down this upcoming Wednesday, so next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know what what what's the date next Wednesday if anyone has. Oh. Oh gosh. Wednesday. <laughs> Pull up your phones, people. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm uh, looking right I now. I believe it's the 22nd. Hold on. Let's see. Bump, 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 bump. Either the 21st or the 22nd. I think. Oh. Right, he took that hammer and hit the nail right on the head. Twenty second is okay. next Wednesday. All right, sixteen plus six. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Wednesday, Wednesday the twenty second, eight p.m. Eastern time. Uh, both Ovechkin and, and Gretzky will appear. Um, viewers are are gonna be able to um, donate money to Monumental Sports and Entertainment Foundation. And, and the Edmonton Oilers Food Bank to benefit the coronavirus relief effort. That's cool. That's so, really cool. So it's going to be like a charity thing. Um, and from the sounds of it, um, and, and like I said, I just kind of like browsed through this article. I didn't, I didn't fully read the whole thing. Um, 
since them both aren't, uh, from what I've read, Ovechkin's a, bu- a huge Fortnite and Call of Duty type of guy. Um, oh so he doesn't even really uh, play much NHL. Really? And, oh, and really? obviously, obviously, Wayne probably has, hasn't picked a remote up in years. Uh, they're going to have some... Probably like old Nintendo days. Why the something. fuck would he have to? A, a remote, hell, he'd probably play in the original Atari, just, bud. Right. <laughs> well, probably just about every Canadian would be like, yeah, I'll change your channel for you. <laughs> All right, click, click, click when he turns the knob. <laughs> so, so to help the guys out, I guess uh, both of the guys are going to have uh, some sort of a, essentially like a... EA Sports like video Coaching game, staff, no, like a pro, basically like a pro video gamer. They're each gonna oh. get, they're each gonna get a dude that's gonna like help them out a little bit while they play. Cool. All right, all right, give them pointers. Yeah, exactly, and and I'm sure they're gonna like play in or however you know. I, I'm 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 not oh, no. I'm not sure how it's all gonna play out, but. But uh, but the main, like the main, the main, the main. Regardless, the main eyes are going to be obviously on Ovechkin and Gretzky. Um, but but from from what I from what I see here, them two have been really good friends for quite some time. Um, obviously, Ovechkin's goal is to get somewhere near of uh, Wayne's eight hundred ninety four uh, uh, points scored. Yeah, well- and and so so they've always had that friendly rivalry, I guess. Uh, they they just wanna you know they just kind of well, give each shit each other, but encourage him. Uh, well, yeah, that that's been the entire narrative this entire season. Oh yeah, if Ovechkin can reach Gretzky's uh, goal mark, so I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, they, they, you know, uh, you're gonna capitalize off of all the like the media attention, and it's good for a uh, good cause. No, so I think I think that'll that'll be pretty sweet. I think uh, maybe uh, us three we can all watch it and maybe uh, give our give our thoughts about it on the next bench. Uh, we could, yeah, yeah, Just definitely. I get You said it was the twenty second, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, uh, sorry guys, I work. I'll just take it off. I'm kidding, Keith. I'm kidding. Let me. You're like me, you can't take a day off right well, now. We'll keep, <laughs> keep me updated. Let me know how it oh, goes. Yeah, Ross and I, we'll keep you updated. We'll we'll probably watch it and just. Oh, like, I'm pretty uh, sure somebody will post it on YouTube or something. Well, like I mean, it. it's gonna be extremely watched. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously now that everybody's itching for hockey, and you got you got the great one and probably the other great one. Yeah, playing the great, you got the great eight and the great one. <laughs> yeah, you got the great eight and the great one playing NHL twenty. And if on I'm live stream, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's exactly what they're calling this matchup too. No way. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. It was something like that. It, it was in the article uh, that I read that's earlier. Cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's it will be cool. I I like I said something something positive again. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Break up the monotony for sure. I mean, God, I'm like I just even stopped like sitting down and like watching the news and everything because it's like i'm over it i'm running out of things to watch yeah (laughs) i've watched the whole hockey season so far (laughs) two times over have you guys finished the tiger king that's the main question well of course i called somebody under the septic tank 
I saw I called you Carol Baskin earlier in the episode if you right. don't remember. Um, cool cats all and you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> um what what was it? Um isn't there like a new episode out right now? I think they just released yeah, a brand new like episode. To sum up everything. I guess they released it on Easter. Go them. Gotcha. I uh <laughs> I have released it on Zombie Jesus Day. Capitalize it when you can, man. <laughs> thing, I guarantee you that thing's made Netflix so much fucking money. Oh, man. Ridiculous. Like the Hulus, Netflixes, Amazon Prime videos, like all these. They're making bank right now. I know. Oh, yeah. Just like I said earlier, man. Streaming services are just looking their chops at this whole well, thing. Well, not even that. Like, I know you don't like Trump, Cody. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him either. I could I'm not go, a fan of any politician. No, God, they're terrible. Right now. Oh, hey, did yeah. you, did you but, speak? Uh, they, there was a question that came up, and all of a sudden, they're just like, what are you going to do to release the Tiger King? He goes, we're going to review that. And we're gonna try oh, to go on. It's like, oh my god! After everything that we're go- that's going on, you're gonna go and try to release. <laughs> you know, there's people freaking dying, but let's right. let's release the well, Tiger King priorities, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. I well, love how that just came up. It's like it, it, not even like the way that Trump answered it. I'm pretty sure it's just like, yeah, no, that's like the least of our worries, but. Give us an give them an answer, but just to have the audacity to go the, on live TV during like a coronavirus. Yeah, because like, that's the be most like, important oh, fucking thing. Tiger King, what's up, guys? And honestly, the memes that have been coming out, fire. Yeah, they're gold. <laughs> Those memes are gold. I've seen a few of them too. But oh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm well, talking about politicians because I'm gonna get fired up. But not fair, Carol Baskins. So. Uh, as you guys may have noticed, we've been posting videos about our favorite jerseys, and uh, Giannis posted a great uh, video about his childhood hockey game. We, we love this stuff, guys. We really do. It's it's an awesome chance for us to see what you know what you hockey have. what what hockey fans do. You know, like we all know we're hockey uh, we're hockey fans but every hockey fan is different and has their own Have like special a special uh jersey or thing they do before the game and we love seeing it we want to see it more so please 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 keep sending us these videos because yeah i i can't speak for keats or ross but i i think i i can nail it down is that we just love seeing it oh yeah we encourage it too because like he, i that was kind of out of left field for me for Giannis to just come on and just because that was so cool like honestly yeah i mean i mean to see like literally like a 30-year-old hockey that game. That's cool. It's almost 50 years old, I think. I remember. Whatever have you, but I mean, uh, <laughs> what have it's, you, it's, it's cool to see these things. So please keep sending us these videos. We love it. We're going to post them, every single one of them. So please keep doing that. Uh, yeah, and even with, like, the stories, I know I've heard that Keats has stuff, too. Uh, not not many, but we'll take it as we can get it. And that, that is your favorite jersey as well. Like, uh, that's, we've got tons of jerseys. We're going to go through them. It's going to be great. And that's why we're making this podcast is because we want to show uh, that that hockey is special to us in our own ways. And to see how it's special in your guys' ways, that's even better. That's why we started this podcast. So keep doing it. Fucking love it. 
Yeah, keep doing it. it I mean, uh, fucking love I, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I can. I mean, yeah, I agree with you guys. Yeah, so uh, send us some videos uh, and keep listening. We love you guys so much. All right, what do you guys think? Uh, we've been uh, talking for a solid hour now. Oh, uh, well, I, I think we're good. I mean, like, uh, just to reiterate, um, condolences to the Colby Cave family. Please keep listening. Make videos. Send it to us. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. I don't know. Some of you are all right. I'm kidding. I love you all. No, you guys are the best. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. I want to see more videos of, like, all of what you guys have. Because I've got pucks and, like, signed, like, pictures. And I know Cody does and all of the, like, Keats has his own collection. Just keep it coming. That's what we're encouraging. So, I mean, we'll keep the episodes coming. But you can also just, you know... Be a maverick and post your own shit. Truly. What about you, Keats? Yeah, man. I mean, like you guys said, uh, the whole video thing is a pretty cool idea. Uh, if people have things that they want to share, uh, please, please post some videos, uh, and we'll we'll you know put them on for everyone else to see. Uh, it's it's cool. It's cool what we're doing, and I think I think it's gonna get better and better the more we do it. Truly. Well, as always, uh, don't talk about Trevor right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, we'll see you next time on the bench. See you, folks. See ya. Have a good week. Once again, wash your hands. Move. You got coronavirus. Ooh. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do with this coronavirus. I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus.